Alleluia, alleluia. I chose you from the world to go and bear fruit that will last, says the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. As Catholics and as Americans, we celebrate 4th of July, we celebrate Christmas, Easter, and a whole bunch of other days. Today we celebrate a really important day that doesn't get as much publicity as it should, the conversion of St. Paul. Now, you open any of the scriptures, and after the Gospels, most of what's there are the letters of St. Paul to the Corinthians, the Galatians, the Romans, Hebrews, and so on. So he is a great theologian, the first theologian of the church. And the irony of it, he was a Jew, a practicing Jew, a Pharisee, an educated Jew. When Jesus chose him, it was, I guess, a miracle, but it must have been unbelievable experience for Paul, and he describes it very well today in, in the Acts of the Apostles. He was riding to Damascus to kill more Christians, to get them in jail, to imprison them, to break into their homes, and he describes all that. It's exactly what he was doing. And then he's converted. The light of God shines on him. Christ appears to him, and this also begins his theology of the body of Christ. Why are you persecuting me, says the voice out of the light. And Paul says, who are you, sir? Who, who am I persecuting? He says, you're persecuting me, Jesus the Nazarene. It's unbelievable to pretend what that was like. The conversion and the blindness of Paul began his theology, and as a great Christian theologian. He was blinded by the light and then goes to Ananias, who knows what's going on. He's a, a, a holy man, a holy Christian, and says, go get baptized, and everything you've done will be forgiven, and he's baptized. So he becomes a Christian theologian rooted in Judaism. And we really appreciate that because he brings a lot of the preparation for appreciation of the New Testament in through his theology of knowing the Hebrew Scriptures. And, of course, he develops that great theology of the body of Christ. All members are members of the body of Christ. Now, everybody has a role. You're, not everybody's an eye, not everybody's a finger, not everybody's a leg, and, you know, metaphorically. And he says that theologically. So every one of us is a member of the body of Christ, and it's up to us to roll up our sleeves and act like the body of Christ. A few seconds ago, before we came into church, a few minutes ago, before we came into church, there's a leak in the center of the building. And who's there? Jerry is mopping it up. I'm going to get the buckets. Someone else brought another bucket. We rolled up our sleeves and got busy cleaning up the mess. You figure, is that the role of a Christian? Yeah, this is our home. This is our, our place of gathering and prayer. So each in our own ability should always be rolling up our sleeves, not necessarily to plow or wipe up water, 
but to be a Christian, to bring Christian message forward, and to allow the opening of the church and the opening of our hearts and homes to promote Christianity. And what is Christianity? Jesus. And what's Jesus? Love. And that's the whole root of us gathering here. And we have to thank Paul. It's where we wear the red, because he was one of the, the uh, obviously, first, first major leaders of the church who were converted. And he and St. Peter are like co-sponsors, for lack of a better word, of the origins of the church after Jesus, Peter being the first pope appointed by Jesus, Paul being the first theologian. And we celebrate their feast together in June, okay, Peter and Paul, because they are such strong foundations of the church in different ways Eventually, they were in conflict. Got to know this, you know. So there's always little conflict, even in the church. They were in conflict. Paul had his way of preaching. Peter had his. Peter's idea was, you got to be a Jew before you can become a Christian. Paul said, no, nah, you don't have to be Jews to become Christians because the body of Christ is available to all people. So therefore, the universality of Paul's teaching starts. And they come together, and they call that the First Council. The two of them meet. And the Byzantine church has many, many beautiful icons of the two of them kissing, greeting each other, Paul and Peter, which means the, the heart and head of the church comes together as one and united in Jesus. It, it's, it's amazing what an important feast this is. Because without St. Paul, we'd be reading the Gospels, and no problem with that, but we'd have... We'd have a lack of application of the Gospels, and that's Peter and Paul together. Their lives teach us what Christianity is all about, and not as an educational experience, as an experiential experience, so that we become Christian and follow Jesus, and not just learn about him and babble about him, but do Jesus, do Jesus' work here in our physical building, and out there in the world, and of course in our own hearts and families. So, happy St. Feast of the conversion of St. Paul.